getting them on stage in the meantime thanks for coming to secret spaces everybody welcome this is a weekly twitter space featuring contributors secret network and news from around the ecosystem and today we have a very exciting partner with us we have the hacking team we just recently announced a partnership with them and they're going to be a great contribution to the secret network ecosystem it's going to be a great resource for developers to tap into and make the best possible secret dap that they can I'm sure they're going to be a huge help in that. So let's go ahead and get them introduced. If you guys want to give a brief introduction to Hacken. Cool. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, it's uh, Vladi from Hacken Partnership speaking. Uh, I'm in touch with uh, various people on Secret Network since 2000, early 2023. And uh, my goal here is to find synergies and uh, strengthen the ecosystem, make it more, make it more reliable and uh, overall prone for projects and retail investors to migrate to secret network. So hacking services and expertise is at our service and I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Alex. Awesome. It looks like we have Alex on stage now. Alex, uh, you want to do a mic check? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so also happy to be here. Uh, thanks, Vladi. I actually have some history of working with Hacken uh, before my previous journey, so I'm really excited that we are joining forces together. Also, you know, around this very important issue of privacy confidentiality. So uh, let's go. Let's let's, awesome. let's have this great conversation. Thank you. Well, Alex, let's start off with you, um, if you don't mind, if you want to just speak to the importance of security and secret networks ecosystem. Um, why is it something that developers need to keep in mind? And maybe is it something that sometimes gets forgotten and not prioritized enough? Uh, well, Security is, of course, of paramount importance in all of our uh, all of our blockchain ecosystem, be it Ethereum, uh, Solana, Cosmos, Secret, or anything else. Um, it may be even more important in a way in a confidential computing ecosystem where not everything is immediately uh, visible on the blockchain uh, or not directly visible. So, so, so in a way, there is even more room for, for potential issues. So, so yeah, so the security is in secret is even, I guess it's even more and more important than on open blockchain ecosystem. And for us, especially now is we are driving uh, 
also towards servicing other blockchains and being this confidential computing layer uh, for Web3, we really need to be top notch uh, because we will be scrutinized not just uh, by our own community, which is great and building, but also by the outside communities. Um, and that's why it's also it's it's important for us to have uh, tier one partners doing doing the audits and helping us uh, with the security uh, for the ecosystem as a whole. So yeah, security is important. Testing yeah. and auditing is important, and it's even more important for us now, both because we're confidential and and also because we're going outside. Uh, to the outside world yeah that's a good point obviously it's important on a transparent chain as well you know when you're dealing with asset security and making sure that for example bridges or applications that have tokens locked into a contract you want that to be secure so that funds can't be stolen but also it kind of adds an additional layer with secret network because we're dealing with confidential computation and potentially sensitive data being stored in these contracts. So something that a developer on a public transparent chain might not typically run into, but it's even more yeah. important on secret because of that. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point, Patrick, and I, I wish I had uh, uh, thought about that as well. So yeah, there is like kind of another additional, uh, additional uh, dimension um, in, confidential computing contracts and it's the the, the the keeping the data confidential right you don't you don't have that uh that attack vector on evm ecosystems or any other uh, transparent ecosystem there the, the one and the only thing you care is that the contract does what it's supposed to do and the, that there's no way to trick it or to steal money from it uh so with our technology you need to care about all all of that, plus uh, about making sure that no information is uh, being divulged directly or indirectly. So, uh, yeah, that, that's a great point. So it's even more complex in a way and more challenging security in secret than in transparent networks. Yeah, and so I think obviously it's of huge importance to the secret ecosystem and. If we're talking about like sustainable growth in our ecosystem expansion, new apps coming in, a key part of providing the tools that they need to succeed is this security layer and Hacken coming on board as a partner, offering their services to secret apps, um, dedicated support. This is a big piece of the puzzle, I guess you could say, um, for our sustainable growth. So definitely important for secret network as a whole. And Vladi, maybe we can shift over to you to talk about from a bigger picture, just like the current state of security in Web3 today. Sure, sure, Patrick. So uh, speaking of the previous topic uh, about comparison with the more public protocols, public blockchains, it's indeed a nuance for secret. On one hand, privacy keeps uh, more data closed, so there is less chances of someone manipulating the Oracle prices or things like that. At the same time, uh, products like um, 
automated threat prevention and monitoring tools that are more easily developed and deployed on public blockchains become less effective on confidential computing protocols. That's why a bit more of responsibility lays on each project to protect its funds, its assets, its keys, and other sensitive data. So things like that, we've uh, basically prepared in our report that's soon to be published. And I'm feeling really honored to present this information to you before it's available to the public eye. Uh, but uh, more on that later, we have a special part for our Web3 security insights later on. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to have a brief intro to Hacken, what we do, who we are, why we are here, and to probably share some stats for those who haven't encountered us in the past, and to briefly switch to how we can enhance secret networks overall ecosystem security. So Hacken's mission is to make three sorry, uh, Hacken's mission is to make Web3 more secure. That's our motto. Uh, we do it by working as a service company and auditing projects, auditing source code for smart contracts for Web2 components. We also take care of penetration testing, which is an established uh, to say so Web2 security norm. Um, Basically, it's a simulation of a hacker attack in a controlled environment, really useful for any product and interface that interacts with user funds or otherwise sensitive data. Um, we do we have a bug bounty platform, which is another layer of protection. Um, eventually, it's the way to put price for any bug found by anyone and to incentivize those people, those really smart people to take, do not take advantage of this vulnerability or otherwise issue, but to submit this back to a project and to get a reward for that. So it's a win-win situation. We also as a company run several, I would say pro bono projects like Sir.Live, which is a security ranking platform for cryptocurrencies, centralized exchanges, wallets, and decentralized apps. So our trust score is used by CoinGecko as part of their overall rating for any centralized exchange or cryptocurrency. So uh, we have some level of honor and uh, pride into being partner for CoinGecko to uh, basically increase awareness and provide quality and up-to-date data. And uh, I would say the last but not least in the tops of priority is our industry responsibility. So we believe that Web3 is going to be a way more friendly to beginners if it's really secured to attract new people. Here we're talking about things like proof of reserves for centralized exchanges or better UX, improved uh, security measures for all the wallets and stuff like that. So as a company, we're here not only to provide services, but also to take responsibility for industry's future. Um, yeah, well, speaking of stats, uh, we again cover 
all services and ranges for your project security. Uh, basically, it's review of uh, source code of smart contract, doing penetration tests. We also do review of uh, Web2 components, meaning like front-end, back-end of the wallet, anything that interacts with the smart contract and on-chain data itself. And uh, recently, we've launched the tokenomic service. Eventually, it's a service that allows you to either audit your existing tokenomics and compare how well they uh, stand compared to your business objectives and aims. And uh, we can also design tokenomics for you uh, together with economic modeling, how token will behave uh, after launch, what uh, other I would say conditions may come to play that may easily be foreshadowed or neglected. Uh, so we have it covered from day one for any project. And we really push the standard of doing regular penetration tests, do smart contract audits. Every time you make any changes or plan to release a new feature, everything to basically keep the funds as secure as possible. We, during this like seven, eight years, we've worked with many, many companies. So we take big pride in being trusted by secret ecosystem, as well as uh, famous data aggregators like CoinMarketCap, CoinGecko, centralized exchanges like Binance, KuCoin, OKX, HTX, like previously Huobi, uh, Gereo, and uh, various DeFi protocols like Aurora, OneInch, uh, we also work with multiple accelerators and incubators whom we can easily connect with anyone working with us. So uh, taking advantage of our partner network from VCs to, uh, again, accelerators, incubators, centralized exchanges, market makers. Uh, we aim to provide even a startup project with all the needed connections that will make their growth easier. So that's pretty much it about uh, hacking. I don't want to spend uh, much time highlighting things that are available to public, uh, but uh, I would be happy to share with you some insights on what our uh, research and development team has accumulated about uh, 2023 outlook uh, later on this in this AMA. Yeah, that's awesome. So you guys really provide a pretty wide range of services. I think some people might think Hacken only provides like contract auditing, specifically like penetration testing, but I wasn't aware that you also did tokenomics reviews and design. That's really cool. Another big piece of the puzzle when it comes to building a successful DAP, if you're going to be launching a token along with it, that's an important service and something to consider. So I think we'll definitely be connecting some secret DAPs with you guys for that. So maybe we want to talk a little bit about the specific things that this partnership offers to people developing on Secret. You talked about all the different things that Hacken provides to the public, but you know, this partnership comes with some perks that Secret developers can take advantage of specifically. Um, do you want to dive into that? Yeah, for sure. So um, one of the main goals for us is to make audits more accessible. But at the same time, audits cost money. So any auditor, especially tier one, 
uh, spend a lot of resources, money on training and hiring the best talents possible to uh, basically put their reputation on the project report. And uh, one audit costs money. Taking multiple audits from several vendors, which is a really recommended way to move forward for any project, um, doing regular penetration tests and also checking your front end and uh, web two components, uh, it costs even more. So I get it. Um, but at the same time, being reactive to an issue may come with higher price than running one or two audits. So we want to incentivize you and uh, again, take on the proactive measure, proactive approach, and uh, just dedicate time to proper review of all your resources, all your systems before going to public. In uh, Web2, where there are multiple other expenses contained and entailed with uh, running a business, generally in Web2, companies dedicate about 10% of their revenue to security measures. So it seems like a good benchmark as for me, but in uh, Web3, sometimes more part of the revenue should go to security. Again, some projects uh, that we've talked to who've been um, like hacked in the past, they do up to 10 audits with different vendors before releasing even small features. Um, I'm not saying that's the only way to move forward, but uh, it shows that uh, projects start to invest more in security after they got hacked. Uh, I know it's a long way to say uh, that uh, proactive approach is better, but I hope I gave you some reasonable examples to do it. Uh, hacking as Secrets Partner, we are happy to provide up to 20% discount on all of our services. Uh, the amount of discount only depends on your level of urgency. So if, um, if you need an audit or pen test within like a month or five to six weeks, we are happy to provide a big, bigger discount of 20%. Mm -hmm. In cases that you need to audit uh, and to release something like really in a matter of weeks, we're still preserving a discount, uh, but uh, it's going to be 10%. Uh, as, for, uh, as for the bug bounty on our hack and proof platform, uh, we're also going to get uh, much better conditions than uh, any other project, uh, but uh, these are measures for post-deploy stage. Uh, on top of that, so all of our customers are getting mentioned on our Twitter account, so you're going to have some additional prompts for secret projects. We're also happy to connect you with our partner network. Uh, as we discussed earlier, it's things like accelerators, incubators, market makers, uh, with whom we have good conditions and uh, can make a warm introduction so you can spend less time on uh, searching and getting all the connections that you need for growth. Uh, that's very cool. I think, you know, in, in my personal experience, the, the length of the queue for audits is, so, sometimes it's an issue for projects because, you know, when people make a plan to release something, then 
in a lot of cases they think, well, an audit will take a week. Yeah, audits do take a week, but it might you might need to wait for like six weeks to to start the audit. So uh, I think it makes perfect sense. Uh, you know what you mentioned about the discount, which is larger for people who are who made the right planning and who are willing to wait for quite some time. Uh, yeah, and also the bug bounty. I think it's it's also very um, a very important part of the whole puzzle because even after audits, um, some things can you know are, are remain non non uh, undiscovered, and you know only a bug bounty can help really find some more intricate vulnerabilities that were not discovered in the primary audit. So, uh, uh, so I think this is a, a valuable, a valuable thing for for our developers. Uh, I wanted to ask Vladi, what was Hacken's kind of experience with uh, the Cosmos ecosystem in general? Like, uh, what are maybe some of the more interesting names that were uh, that you guys were working with in in this in this ecosystem, in this part of uh, Web three? Uh, thanks, Alex. So basically, Cosmos is a uh, not new thing for us, and uh, our auditors are even developing tool for Cosmos um, like uh, test coverage analysis because uh, we know that uh, such tools um, either developed uh, like privately or not easily accessible. We worked with Serenity Shield, and uh, they are one of the like exemplar projects who take multiple stages of smart contract audit, open in a bug bounty, even for the uh, testnet scenarios uh, before going to mainnet. Uh, otherwise, uh, I don't have a list like on top of my head. But uh, if it's something of your interest, uh, please uh, share your reactions and uh, let me share this uh, like full complete list under this tweet because I also need to check the NDA requirements for each of the projects. Sure. Sorry for being stealthy, just uh, being cautious. Oh, that's that's exactly how a security company should be. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. Uh, uh, I also think that Alex has raised a really important point about uh, time and expectations. So um, it's true that audits uh, for like simple functionality and smart contracts take week, but there are also projects that take several months. Um, these are two extremes, but uh, what's important to also keep in mind is that um, usually no company gets like a 10 out of 10 uh, from the first audit review, unless they were audited before. So what I mean here is that uh, if it's your second, third audit for the same smart contract scope, um, then yeah, maybe your fifth audit is going to be 10 out of 10 straightforward. At the same time, and it's totally fine, that first audit gets uh, not so high score. I mean, there may not be critical issues that allow uh, bad actors to basically squeeze your wallet, but uh, there may still be some vulnerability concerns. Uh, that's why most of the companies take two rounds of audit. Um, if it scares you, hold on, because it doesn't affect the price in most of cases. So um, hacking includes two audit reviews within the price. Uh, 
So unless the code hasn't changed like significantly and you had to rewrite your whole functionality after the first review, which I hope you won't need to. Uh, in this case, uh, like the second review is quicker and uh, it doesn't entail any extra cost. Uh, but what projects usually oversee is uh, uh, the time that they need for remediation. So let's give an example. Um, a token smart contract audit would take us one week. You're going to see a report with all the recommendations, uh, ways to optimize gas if possible, and uh, all the recommendations on documentation, code style, security. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, usually, projects take between one to two weeks to implement those changes. And then there is another review. So it's better to start thinking about audit as soon as you start developing any functionality and submit your request to us at least one and a half or two months before you need to launch this functionality. Otherwise, there are risks of basically either releasing and launching uh, without uh, not fully reviewed code, which we strongly do not recommend, or postponing the launch of the anticipated functionality, which can bring maybe some like community sentiment, but it's better to wait for a couple of weeks, wait for a couple of weeks, than uh, publish post-mortem notes on the Twitter. So uh, I hope you agree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, general security is, is a very, very tricky stuff and it needs to be constantly kept up in, in all the developments and sometimes you know, in a lot of cases, people develop stuff, do an audit, and then they just continue developing small, seemingly small things, which lead to potentially to some catastrophic failures. Uh, and so, I mean, I don't know what is the, like the recommended approach, but in general, you know, if, if, uh, if somebody wants to work really by the book, I guess that any commit or any new release uh, needs to undergo audit, but I'm I'm afraid a lot of projects are not doing that for, for various reasons. And that probably adds adds more risk uh, in a way to, to some of the projects that are uh, doing that. Like, do you have any stats on like how many people uh, do additional development after an audit is completed? uh versus people who are just you know auditing the exact same version and releasing the exact same version of production okay that brings us to like uh one of the topics of our research uh which is uh, connected to audit coverage mm -hmm. uh, so we can slightly move into some sneak peeks of our findings of uh, hacks and uh, otherwise lost funds that happened last year and uh, yeah, Alex is right that uh, indeed some companies change code after the audit been done or take a more like risk-seeking approach when there is literally no audit uh, before launching. So in total, there were, there were around 450 hacks and out of them, 305 had no audit at all. 
this is close to 70% of all hack projects. They had no audit at all, hmm. uh, which already um, like, usually we find like really similar issues in uh, most of the smart contracts. If we're talking not about the token, but uh, like the app audit. Uh, usually there are reentrancy attacks. Um, there are like lacks of proper audit of potential um, sorry, uh, flash loan attacks, um, meaning that if there are several uh, components to the system and third parties, um, the more components in the system there is, uh, the higher the chances of like a mistake or something going out as planned. And uh, usually, like flash loan attacks, like a really popular way to manipulate any um, DeFi protocol, which isn't considered hacking, like it doesn't break any code, it just takes advantage of uh, missed logic or unforeseen conditions. So coming back to the, uh, to the statistics, again, more than 70% of all hacked projects were not audited. Around 15%, which is 97 projects, uh, they had audits, but their audits have not covered the exploit scope. What I mean here is that uh, audits have not covered all scope and specifically part that was left out contained an exploit and vulnerability that got manipulated. Uh, so 22 projects, which is a bit less than 10%, had irrelevant audits covering the exploit. So what it means is that there was an audit and exploit was included into the audit scope. But then the project has updated the code, which made the audit basically irrelevant and published it. And eventually the newly updated code contained an exploit uh, that wasn't foreseen up, uh, like with the previous version of the report and uh, found code stolen. And only 23 projects out of 450 got relevant over it. So we see that just 10% of all exploited smart contracts had any form of audit. And only half of those projects had relevant audit. So it's like less than 5%. What we mean here is that basically 5% um, of projects has code deployed on the blockchain that matched the uh, audit report code. So what happens when the audit fails, even if you do it correctly? Um, so this data was gathered by our Trust Army team, which, are, which is our project for uh, do your own research uh, type of uh, uh, head state. Uh, so anyone who is connected to like retail investment is welcome to join to earn rewards and improve your security and uh, research uh, like metrics. So what happens when the audits fail? Uh, it's really important to talk to uh, several auditors because any audit has a human factor to it. And those who say that they guarantee 100% security after reviewing your code are most probably lying. So 
it's generally a good approach to take several steps to secure your code. Uh, one of them could be hiring several auditors. Another one can be going with one auditor and opening a bug bounty platform, uh, sorry, bug bounty program where you can select the rewards. And uh, if the vulnerability was found, uh, you would get submitted it to you privately uh, without anyone knowing about the issue. So that's pretty interesting metrics because, again, uh, for retail investors, uh, they may know that audit is important, but making sure that the audit is relevant and up to date to what's currently deployed is usually like oversaw and people may skip this part. Mm -hmm. So with this, we're aiming to raise awareness about being relevant, up to date and uh, covering as much scope as possible. If it happens that you don't have enough funds to like pay for the audit, it's always an option to open a crowdsource audit or bug bounty program for a couple of days or weeks if uh, you're running low on cash, but uh, you still want some sort of security review. Oh, that, that's, those, those, those data points are really kind of scary. Um, like, I wish there were some way to know if the application I'm interacted with, interacting with has gone through an audit and, and what's the coverage. I don't know, have you guys maybe thought of partnering, uh, and maybe not even just hacking, but, you know, the industry, because it needs to be a consortium of auditors, just, you know, maybe partnering with a wallet or with, uh, yeah, I guess a partnering with a wallet would make sense, like MetaMask or somebody who would, you know, when you go and inter interact with something, it could show you like, okay, this, this contract was audited, 100% and that one is just not at all, or maybe 50% audited. And uh, I guess that would improve the situation in a way because more people would go and, and do the audits because if they, I mean, if they don't do the audits, then users will actually see that and uh, be, you know, Reluctant to reluctant to use the products. Any initiative? That's a really reasonable point. Yeah, it's a really reasonable point, Alex. So um, last year we've seen a couple of like really smart uh, plugins, uh, like Wallet Guard, that scans website for malicious elements or so, like code injection. This is like pretty much Web two type of technology, but uh, focused on Web three problems. Um, there are also Web3 antiviruses that uh, can protect yourself from phishing. But speaking of audits, um, it's, uh, it's a really game of reputation. And uh, companies like Open Zeppelin, who have uh, like really made a huge investment and uh, contribution into open source secure smart contracts, uh, are considered like the higher league. Um, it's it's really reasonable to make uh, that kind of uh, data platforms, which is basically what we're doing with our CER.live, like certificate for sure. Uh, at the same time, to unify all the security providers uh, across the industry, 
it may be a tricky question because uh, everyone considers and sets up their own security standards so far. So one may ask for like three, like three audits for different uh, security auditors uh, to consider if this contract safe. Uh, some would require like 10 tests each six months for centralized exchanges or DeFi protocols. Some would require once a year. Um, so I can say that uh, it's an open debate, open question. Uh, hacking is totally up to creating like a unified database where each retail investor can um, type in their favorite project or project that they're researching and get the full report, knowing which auditor has audited which part of any. When was it done? How relevant is it? And uh, if there are any other uh, potential threats. So there is no such tool yet. Uh, at the same time, we're working on it in uh, various committees and uh, organizations that shape common standards like Enterprise Ethereum Alliance, Crypto Valley, Cryptocurrency Certification Consortium. Uh, these are companies uh, aiming to make it more accessible and quality data available for any user. Nice, good to hear. So hopefully uh, the Web3 world will gradually become more and more secure as time goes. That's great, great. And uh, also our ecosystem, right? Because with, uh, you know, as those efforts uh, progress, uh, I don't see uh, any reason why it shouldn't also be the same in, in the secret ecosystem, right? just uh, validating that a contract is uh, has been audited properly can be done on on secret in in the same way as on any other blockchain, even though the data in the contract is confidential. So we're about 15 minutes to the top of the hour. I want to make sure we have time for audience questions. If you don't mind, hacking team, if we want to go ahead and let people put up their hands if they have a question, and we'll bring you on stage in just a bit. While we're waiting on questions, um, I guess I have a question kind of based on these data points that you just gave. I think you probably provided the proof in those data points, but how would you answer this question? Because this is a sentiment that I've seen with some developers, especially ones who may not have a lot of funds to put towards audits. They may say something like, audits do not prevent hacks. You know, Just because you're audited doesn't mean the hack's not gonna happen, so why get audited in the first place? It's just a waste of money. How would you respond to that? Uh, I would say there is a grain of truth in this. So indeed, as anything connected with human factor, auditors who are human beings by default, uh, they may miss issues. Uh, so it's really important to look at the quality audit providers and how they can mitigate that. So for example, having multiple stages of peer review uh, among other auditors of your work, uh, working in uh, duo or trio would decrease the chances of uh, any issue being missed. Uh, it's also important to take advantage of uh, automated tool scan, which can be static analyzers, but also more exotic technologies like fuzz testing, F-U-Z-Z. -Z. Uh, usually uh, such 
tools are quite resource intensive, and auditors utilize them for uh, protocol audits. But uh, in Hacken, we do it for smart contract audits as well. So things like that, like multiple stages of review, decrease the chances. But again, they're not going to zero, and I get it. Uh, that's why it's a really common standard to use uh, several auditors who are like, who can review the same scope. But at the same time, it just increases the cost of the audit. And uh, if the project is running low money or in like super bootstrapped mode, uh, there are still ways to tackle it. So uh, I would uh, consider using uh, like monitoring tools. I mentioned it before that for um, like for secret network is going to be a little bit more nuanced because not all data is available for uh, monitoring uh, to prevent an attack. Uh, but for like going EVM chains, and I know secret has plans to uh, like mutually integrate into EVM, uh, it's going to be possible. Uh, so again, we've said. Uh, taking several audits if it's possible, uh, using monitoring tools to prevent uh, like threats and malicious attacks, but also opening a bug bounty. It's uh, usually overlooked how great third-party bug bounty platforms are. So it's usually uh, like third-party uh, bug bounty platforms have three times higher submissions than self-hosted bug bounties. Also, the reward size is a factor, but uh, trust me that having a bug bounty platform open is better for you because any project that exists on the market is a walking bug bounty. It's just the question how this bug is gonna be used. Is it going to be submitted to you or being manipulated and taken advantage uh, of by a bad actor? So. Having a bug bounty is a good step. And if uh, for now it's impossible to afford an audit from a credible, credible auditor, uh, I would consider opening a bug bounty and uh, see if you have any submissions. So crowdsource power. Agreed. Much better to get ahead of it and put out a bug bounty and let people apply and report directly to you instead of going public with whatever they find. Or stealing the money and going yeah, private. Yeah. Um, I also have a quick question, Ladi, about uh, your technology. So uh, you mentioned uh, using different kind of tools for audit. Uh, how much is AI being used for audit? Uh, or if at all, like, are you guys uh, using somebody else's models, developing your own models, using ChatGPT? Because I heard of developers literally, you know, pasting their smart contracts in ChatGPT and saying, find the vulnerability and, you know, having fun with whatever you found. So is it like a real thing in the audit uh, industry? And if yes, like maybe you can share some thoughts about this. this. Yeah, so we in Hacken are super pro AI. Um, we believe that uh, AI can't uh, take your position, but those people who and teams who use AI tools at some, to some extent will get uh, their job done quicker than those teams that don't. Uh, so this said, 
at this point of time, ChatGPT uh, model version 4 or 4.5 or any other like AI models uh, our research and development team has tested um, was quite superficial. So the technologies are getting more, com more complex and maybe in a year from now, uh, there are going to be tools that will do it much better. But the thing is that at this point in time, it's uh, not there yet. And uh, AI tool will not bear any responsibility for any potential losses that happened uh, due to its analysis. Um, what I want to add here is that working with a like experienced team, like in PR agency or Hacken has our own incident response team. Uh, this year, 275 million, oh, pardon, 400 million, 400 million uh, of assets was returned through recovery efforts, which means a proper incident response strategy uh, has brought up to somewhere around 25% of all assets that been lost last year which is uh, around uh, $2 billion. So we use AI tools by ourselves. Uh, for now, they uh, go as like really good helpers, but they will not, like, at this point in time, they're not close enough to like a human review. But uh, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. For now, our team doesn't rely on AI tools. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. It's really fascinating to see how, uh, you know, how AI can really help in a meaningful way. Yeah, because there is also a lot of hype around this, which is, yeah, apparently not, uh, not so fast, right? Not so fast. Cool. Thank you. I have a question uh, about, so you mentioned that, uh, that, people submit some projects will submit new code and not get it audited um but then there's the the value of agile development where you publish code frequently i'm just wondering if you have any program that does monitoring of new um new prs new published code on an ongoing basis so like checking it every day or checking it every week or checking it whenever anything is published do you have any uh, system like that that people can buy. Uh, thanks, Lisa. Uh, could you also define what do you mean by checking? I mean doing an audit on new code that has been published. So, if if it's going to be an automated tool, it's going to bring us to some like really smart general art, uh, general uh, artificial intelligence uh, that would uh, replace the auditor. So we don't rely on tools like that, or like, don't trust all of the review to just one tool. Um, if there is a need for CI/CD and agile development, uh, in some cases when there is like a pretty big scope or we have a contract with a customer for like a year or two, um, we can integrate into the, just be a, an internal security team that just happened to be a third party. What I mean here is uh, 
for example, the protocol is building their new version and uh, they release the updates uh, like every month. Uh, in this case, we dedicate a team that uh, focuses solely on this project. They don't need to onboard uh, as it's like a blank new state uh, for any piece of scope. And uh, this way it's gonna save uh, a lot of time on reviews and also will make the remediation process, which is process where a tech team fixes the vulnerabilities uh, much quicker because we exist in the same communication space. There is a direct access between tech team of the project and the auditors. Um, but uh, all of this is uh, like ways to make the continuous integration the smoother. Um, it's very much advised to audit any code that's being updated, even if it seems that it doesn't change much. Really smart people can uh, find ways to manipulate uh, like even smallest changes of code. So I hope this answers the question. Yes, thank you. I think we have one more question as well from Skrilla. Hey guys, can you hear me okay? Yep. Nice, okay. I had some problems on the on the PC before, so hopefully it's working fine. Hey, Vladdy, how are you doing? Fantastic. Good to hear you again, man. Yeah, mate. I hope you had a great year. Um, okay, so my question is related to your hacker merge. So this is where you are uh, taking the high token, HAI token, um, you're turning 10% of the supply into 10% equity in hacking group um, with a huge token burn as well. So that's um, that's super interesting, number one. Um, I wanted to ask you where, where do hackers stand on enhanced security for real-world assets and tokenized securities? Um, obviously, people have to submit KYC when they buy those things. Um, so it can directly link your on and off-chain data. Um, have you seen any innovative on-chain KYC solutions that protect privacy? Um, and you know, do you see any use cases for secret network there as well? Uh, so well, once again, the question is uh, what what different security protocols should be implemented for LWA? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so RWA, like uh, real vote asset tokenization, is uh, indeed on rise the last couple of years. We've seen a lot of examples in the NFT boom of 2021, but uh, right now we see like uh, totally legit and working products that uh, tokenize uh, real estate, um, fine art, and even shares like we did for Hacken, where 10% of Hacken shares are dedicated to holders of uh, our community through our token. So here it's a little bit of like a wild west yet, even though there are like billions invested in RWA, there are little, um, I would say, standards that are mutually agreeable among everyone. and. Uh, Recently, Hacken has joined um, ERC-3463 uh, consortium. Uh, basically, it's the association for real-world asset tokenization and um, pushing the uh, standard for permission tokens. Uh, it gets uh, already audited by us and uh, one other auditor and is currently used by like really huge companies uh, like uh, Web2 companies like Fujitsu, who made Fuji 
uh, and uh, several pretty big ecosystems in the Web3 space as well. So um, our take on it is that RWA products and smart contracts uh, should be upgradable and uh, as accessible to implementation and integration to protocols as possible and specifically focused on securities because uh, DeFi is uh, seem to be just the main driving factor behind Web2 crowd uh, tackling and uh, joining Web3. Uh, so usually what they look for are securities and other financial instruments. Uh, but uh, yeah, RWA goes uh, well beyond the like finances world itself. Again, it can be used in uh, B2C products uh, for loyalty programs and uh, many other forms. So for now, there is uh, no right answer to that. Uh, but by shaping the standards in this uh, association we hope to bring everyone on the same table and agree on what seems to be like a really promising vertical of that three nice thank you for your answer i'd never i'd not heard of uh, erc 3643 yet but it seems like something that could use a sniff uh, equivalent on secret network so hopefully um, alex yes. and, and you can Did figure that Patrick? out i'm still here Okay. I think we're going to need to wrap this up. We're at the top of the hour. Thanks for the questions. Uh, Hacken, thanks for being here with us today. We really appreciate your time. I wanted to make sure before we close this out that we make it clear how apps developing on Secret can benefit from this partnership. How can they apply and make sure that they're recognized as a Secret application and take advantage of these benefits that this partnership is providing? So I think there's two main ways that they can do this. One is to just go to the Hacken website, hacken.io, and simply at the top right, there's a button where you can request a quote. And if you do that, and you just mention in the notes that you are working with Secret Network, that you're building on Secret Network, then Hacken will recognize that and offer you those benefits. Is that right, buddy? Yes, exactly. Uh the other way is to also contact just me directly or send a DM to Patrick and uh, we're going to take it from there. Yep. So whatever is convenient for you, but just to make sure that you're going to get all the benefits and special treatment that uh, you deserve from Hacken, please include that you're coming from Secret Network so our team can basically approach it the appropriate way. Uh, that's just a reminder to keep things structured. Yep. So either through the Hacken website or just get in touch with one of us and we'll make sure that we put you in touch with Hacken personally. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks for sticking around for the full thing. Uh, Hacken, thanks for your time. We're looking forward to sending some secret projects your way and working with you guys more in the future. We really appreciate what you're providing to our ecosystem. Pleasure is ours, and it's great to connect with projects like yourself. Um, Secret Networks Code got really high appraisal from our VP of product, who is tackling all of the software products that we have internally and externally. And uh, we really believe in uh, the power of privacy, and uh, you do it the right way. So, pleasure is ours. Let's rock it in 2024, and hope to connect with you later. 
Let's do it. All right. Have a good week, everybody. We'll be back next week at the same time, Tuesday at 5 p.m. UTC for Secret Spaces. Have a good one. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives, and then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity. Before they hit rock bottom over the impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Click the cap yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary fall Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served